should write a book, Fry. People need to know about the can eat more. I'm getting this book on UFOs. Did you know they're real? But there's a huge comic conspiracy to cover it up. Oh, that's just a paranoid fantasy. I want to be a book. You can pick me up, flip through my pages, make sure nobody drew wieners in me. Welcome to the Not Your Grandmother's Book Club Podcast, where we read them so you don't have to. Because if we didn't record it, we wouldn't have proof. My name is Kevin, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Benedict, soon to be the next appointed globalist inquisitor general. Benedict, what's the best cream? Uh, sour. <laughs> Rather than whipped? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Don't need uh, another. Don't need another answer to that one. No, that's it. You got it. <laughs> you you have my answer. I did not it. think you would go to sour cream. Nobody ever expects sour cream. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I thought you would equivocate and be like, "What do you What do you mean by cream? What kind but of I, cream are we talking?" We all know what you meant by cream. <laughs> Everybody understood the joke. I meant um, food creams. It can be that too. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't know. No, I, I, I do. I am partial to some heavy cream also as, uh, especially made into a toffee sauce in a sticky toffee pudding, but that's fine. <laughs> what, about, what about you? What's your favorite cream? Uh, I'm going to go with coconut cream. Ooh. Okay. Love me some coconut cream. Uh, okay. I occasionally make uh, coconut ice cream. Uh-huh. Uh, and I have to get the the uh, canned coconut cream yep. um, and uh, put it in the freezer <laughs> for like two mm-hmm. days uh, to try and even get partway in the process. Uh, but I, I, lo- I love coconut uh, uh, sweetness. I love mm. uh, the flavor of coconut, some sweet coconut. Uh, sure. So that, that just works for me. And plus, okay. I love uh, me a good Thai coconut curry. So. Mm-hmm. That is a good point. Yeah, no, that's a fact. I hadn't even thought of non-dairy cream. Uh-huh. What, what kind of a ha- horrible person I Absolutely. am. Absolutely. Uh, but anyways, <sighs> Benedict. There you go. You probably know what it is uh-huh. that we do here on this program. Mm-hmm. Uh, some folks, uh, folks who only like uh, uh, light cream. Is light sure. cream a light, thing? Light, light coconut milk. <laughs> they might not know. isn't real. They might not know what mm-hmm. it is that we do here on this program. And then I will say... This is a show where we go deep, 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 deep to plumb the depths of right-wing thought by reviewing a chapter from work of conservative nonfiction and in between, taking a look at other examples of the right, doing their best to make America hate again. Start us off, Benedict. Do you have a hot take for us this week? Yeah, I think we should start another food conspiracy. Mm, a food spiracy, you know, if you will. A food spiracy, yeah, but like not in a. Is not there in a, a prior the food conspiracy? Well, not really, but just like you know, when people panic over like, oh, this is making me not manly, I, like the soy. You know thing. what? No, 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 no. I take it back. There definitely are food conspiracies because Alex, I, I no, guarantee they're putting no, the chemicals we, in the I food. I think we need a new one. I think we need a mm-hmm. new one. Yeah. So like the soy thing. But then ah, people will, boys, like, yep. yeah, exactly. But like then these people will have eat, like soy is in fucking everything. Mm-hmm. Like if you think you are you are criticizing soy boys mm-hmm. and you think you're not eating soy somewhere, shut the fuck. I up. I know way you, back in the day, like H Bomber guy did like a soy diet just to say fuck you to Paul funny. Joseph Watson. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, and that was, I mean, that was such a big thing for such a while, and then everyone kind of forgot about it. Um, but then you still see it from time to time, the soy boy thing. I think yep. we need a new one. I That'd think nice. we need a new, like, yeah, this is what I eat as, like, a beta male cuck every day. You know, mm-hmm. that's, it, like, <laughs> someone needs to do a video on that. Maybe we can do it. <laughs> it's going to be goji berries. <laughs> goji berries are a superfood. Because we know how prevalent goji ba- berries yeah. are in the American yeah. diet. No, we, but we need to make something, we need to make something super American shitty. Like, we need to make them hate something super American. Mm, well, I mean, corn. We could do corn. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do make corn, corn yeah. soy. And we just, again. all we have to say is, look, the Native Americans ate corn. And mm-hmm. look at them. Skinny. Yeah. Right? All right. Riding yeah, horses right. without saddles. Yeah. Other Lame. things from Western movies that are sure. probably just Americans talking shit. Anyways. Yeah, uh, yeah what's yours? <laughs> uh, my hot take is we need to not food shame people. We're talking a lot about food. And, we are, yeah. You we know, like, do. Both, well, like the thing, best episodes start with us talking a lot about The thing food is also episodes. because this episode and the other one uh, that we recorded earlier today are both pre-recorded for our vacations mm. over the upcoming We run months. out of ideas in the second pre-record. Well, it like, happen. we don't want to be too topical with anything yeah, on these episodes because we don't know exactly when they're going to come out. But... Uh, there was this, uh, I think it was either Instagram or Twitter, I forget it, video of this kid in the South the last couple days that went around where he tried to, and I will say, admittedly, very unsuccessfully, made his own tandoori oven out of... Mm. Uh, oh, in the trash can? It I looked saw like that. a trash can and a yeah. clay pot. Um, and he was super stoked. He was super excited. He tried to make himself some naan. It did not appear to work out very well. Um, no. I don't think he was entirely successful in his attempt, but there was like, listen, you got to reward innovation, man. Like that's how we progress. <laughs> <laughs> there was like a 50, 50 crowd out there of people being like, this is, you know, cultural appropriation, blah, blah, blah. And then there was a bunch of, like, one that I remember off the top of my head was just uh, uh, someone being like, these people have obviously never met anyone from India who would be so hyped that this white kid from <laughs> South Carolina or whatever was trying to cook his own fucking naan in a homemade tandoori oven. Yeah, that means like, that's soft power, baby. That's not <laughs> cultural appropriation. <laughs> but here's my thing. When it comes to food, as, as you and I have talked over the last several weeks, a lot about our love of Asian food. Uh, mm-hmm. And how we like to cook it. Those are just flavors that I love. Um, yeah. And and we cook it a lot. I think that if anyone wants to try and make uh, another culture's food for themselves, right? If they're doing it in good faith, if they're not trying to Yeah, you just don't tell that bag, culture that your way is the right exactly. way. Exactly. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't do that. And that kid didn't do that. But no. there, I think that there's there's so much joy to be had in learning cooking from other places and flavors that you haven't experienced before and methods that you don't know. I love it so much. So that's actually why the British empire existed. <laughs> so there are bad things to it. You know, too. look, you're lovely. We were like, shit, that food's spices. delicious. We They're should like... live there. And, and let's call it all one it. word. Yeah. We'll call it all one word. The one yeah. word that those people don't use for this food. Yeah. <laughs> curry. Yeah. Curry. curry. That's it. Sure. We'll do that. Um, but yeah, I just, I think that, that it's, it's shitty when people get down on someone who is obviously trying his best to, to learn something. Yeah. Yeah. It's always hard to, to analyze intentions, but I also understand why people get mad. So I do as well, but you know, 
I, I think a lot of people just jumped right into fuck this kid for no reason. Well, social media is just a bad place to be. Social media so. is a bad place. I'll give it that. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Bennett, why don't we move on to housekeeping sure. this week? Remember to rate and review us on the iTunes. Follow us on the social medias at NYGBCPod and at NYGBCBen. Uh, mm-hmm. No updates this week. No uh, uh, inductees into the spooky world, new world, or nothing like that. Because this is another one of our pre-recorded episodes for Benedict and I's vacations coming up mm-hmm. over April and May. So uh, we're recording this back the day before Easter, uh, mm-hmm. at back in April. Uh, so you know we we don't we can't look into the future. We we can't. We'll see. see if I wake up tomorrow. They might have to trade me for Jesus. <laughs> uh, but anyways, as I do when we can't induct anyone into the spooky world, new world order, you are all part of our. Kind of devalues it, doesn't it? New world spooky world order. Only when you mention that it's devalued. Mm. Only when you make that claim. Yep. <laughs> Congrats, everyone. Kevin hates you all. <laughs> but Benedict, of course, we are uh, going back to Prager Roulette, where we mm-hmm. left off last time. Of course, this is our return to uh, Prager Mountain version of Prager <laughs> this Roulette. This is the, the return to the return. Yes. Uh, we are uh, uh, going through Prager Roulette video, Prager U videos uh, mm-hmm. that are relatively new over the last couple months. Is one of the is this like Russian Roulette and one of these might just kill me? It might. It might. Okay. Um, actually, I... I usually know when I do Prager Roulette if I pick a video that's gonna just piss the ever-loving hell out of you. Just just gonna fucking piss you off to no end. And I don't think I grabbed any videos this time okay. that are on this that This is just level the baseline part. level of, ah, oh, fuck. Rather yeah, it's like, just like, okay. oh, this is fucking dumb. It's so yeah. dumb. I mean, that's what it often is, to be fair. I mean, I, I didn't pick anything, like, you know, they didn't have anything like we've we've had in the past. They've had stuff that's just like... I don't know. Uh, uh, Sp- I think we did a Spanish Civil War video once oh, that fuck. pissed you the ever loving fuck, fuck off. Um, you know, there's stuff that I I see it and I'm just like, oh, that that's gonna make Benedict mad. Uh, <laughs> but like I said, I didn't see anything like that this time. So let's begin, Benedict. We left off last time, and let me count. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven videos left, and I think there's a possibility I forgot to close a tab. So there might I think, be, yeah, uh, there should be 10. Yeah, there 10 might be one left. in there that's not supposed to be there. But give me a number, 1 through 11. What will you have? You know, I'm going to be nice and say number 1. Number 1. All right, let's okay. go to the very beginning here. This one, Benedict, you're not going to be happy. Uh, this is right. titled, The Constitution, Taxes, Voting Rights, yeah. and Prohibition. Now, okay. don't hate me They're because really I'm a leaning lawyer. Into the Constitution, don't hate right? me because I'm a lawyer and I chose all the Constitution ones. Don't hate yeah. me for that. I'm not doing another Constitution one, so actually what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you right now, mm. pick the best Constitution one, and we'll do that Well, one. this is the John Yoo one. This is the torture okay. guy one. So I think, Cool, let's you know, do John Yoo. I, I, here's the thing. I haven't watched any of these videos. Um, okay. I thought it'd be fun this time to not watch them. I, I, when we're doing videos well, just like you off of YouTube and stuff, react. I watch Instead them. of making me re- react blind. I am reacting blind. No, we're yeah. both reacting oh, yeah, blind hilarious. simultaneously. Sure. Uh, but this is the John Yu one, so here's hoping it's good. Let's see what it has to offer us. The Constitution has been amended 27 times. Okay. That may sound like a lot, but that's over the course of almost 250 years. Okay. And consider this. Almost 12,000 amendments have been proposed. The fewer than 30 have made it through the- Of those 12,000, there were probably a bunch that would have been really good. That yeah. would have done some good stuff. You know what I mean? Yep. The, to rely on this argument of only 27 have gotten through, 12,000, 
Like, what? The ERA, the Equal Rights Amendment, was proposed and wasn't passed. Obviously a good one, but we know yeah. where John U stands. Also, I mean, the the, 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 well, the thing is, like, it's, there's just so much inertia with getting constitutional amendments passed. Like, it, something really big has to happen mm-hmm. for a constitutional Honestly, amendment Honestly, I am super surprised we didn't get any after 9-11. Yeah, I'm super surprised. Well, we, didn't we just get, did like, a bunch of stuff extra constitutionally, yeah. and everyone was kind of okay with it because <laughs> it was also 9/11. true. But I feel like at that time we probably could have gotten a constitutional amendment, like banning Muslims or something. We probably yeah, could have gotten that. I mean, yeah, I was looking back at some of the like fucking propaganda of that time. It was why it was because I wasn't aware very much like how mm. bad it was here. Yeah, I was old. <sighs> Oh, Benedict, it was bad. But, it like, brands brands getting in on it and shit as well. <laughs> Just like, oh, no, okay, all right. Yeah, like yeah. Nike flak jackets for soldiers yeah. or something. Oof. I mean, I was in uh, fourth grade when 9-11 mm. happened. I remember it. I remember coming into class, sitting in the backseat of the car, and my dad uh, telling us to shut up because something big was happening. Um, and then just... It, it, nothing ever being the same after that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like... There was a different vibe, like, 4th of July celebrations were much more serious and shit is, mm. it was, it's strange. It's strange to be an American um, who survived the year 2001. But anyways, <laughs> let's go on. Through the amendment process is a testament to the strength of the framers' original design. So that, uh, I cut it, you know, we could, where we start and stop cuts thing up sometimes. But he's saying that the only 27 amendments have been passed is a testament well, to the also, framers' Well, also, 10 of them were passed with the Constitution, right? Sure. Like, pr- like, like basically so actually right only then, 17 yeah. have been passed. Sure, you could say that. You could argue that. Um, I would argue that it's a testament to how the original design is bad because it should be easier to amend the Constitution. Yeah. It really should. Well, also, I mean, okay, I know Jefferson is not the flavor of the month, mm-hmm. quite rightly, but he said... We should write a new constitution every generation. I like, like that you refer to uh, the slaveholding founder, the most well-known, as not the flavor of the month. <laughs> not the flavor of the century, really, and, <laughs> uh, and understandably. But he thought we should change... I think his, the actual quote is, we should change constitution... He said, handing our laws down to the next generation is like handing them a coat that doesn't fit or something along those lines. Yeah, that's not a quote that Republicans like to use, surprisingly enough. Funnily enough, yeah. So, yeah, one of the one of the the big guys, the big founding fathers, I think it's on the Jefferson Memorial as well. Or the yeah, I think Uh, it's one of the four quotes. I don't remember. I know we went there when you visited me in D.C. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's one. There's like four corners, each of which has a quote. The Jefferson Memorial is one of those that if you live in D.C., you never get to because it's like across the fucking tidal basin and nobody wants to fucking go over there. It's beautiful with the cherry blossoms there. Sure. And the cherry blossoms are there. Sure. But also the entire time I lived there it was under construction and that's uh, true, jefferson yeah. sucks so yeah. the most famous amendments are of course the first 10 the bill of rights okay. most of the others fall into three broad categories those that expanded the franchise voting rights those that expanded the federal government's power and those that fixed issues relating to the office of the presidency he's missing the one that took away alcohol He's missing that uh, one. And brought it back. Yeah, well, there were two. There were two yeah. that did that. <laughs> no, I know. That's what I'm saying. Let's look at each category. Category one, 
those that expanded the franchise. Okay, that rights. sounds like a sports team thing. I know it's not, but he's like, yeah, we're expanding the franchise. We're moving from New York to Manchester the Manchester United is coming down to London, baby. We're expanding <laughs> the franchise. Expanding the, we don't call them franchises, but thank you. <laughs> the 17th Amendment, ratified in 1913, took the selection of senators out of the hands of state legislatures and placed it into the hands of the voters. Um, he just, he just skipped one. I don't know if yeah, anyone notices one. this, but he just skipked one. He skipped Well, he one. might be coming back to it. Uh, he, he might, might be starting be. with the least I sure hope he one. is. I sure hope he's coming back to it. The framers have believed that state officials would collectively have a better grasp of the state's needs than would ordinary citizens. However, as political machines grew and- Wait, but I thought that that original document was so great and so perfect. Mm -hmm. So, so good, because they were so smart. Well, they were you, so smart. They knew all Kevin, this stuff. You haven't let him finish. He's probably going to say we should go back to how it was. Mm, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. An influence there is a strain of right wing thought that wants to. It's mostly among like crypto fascists like Nick Fuentes and mm -hmm. uh, people like that but who want to go back to the original uh, way of doing Senate's, uh, the, the senators. <laughs> Where, like, five people decided who the senators were. Yep, yep. I wonder why fascists would want that. I really wonder mm -hmm. why. During the 19th century, so did political corruption. A bribery scandal involving the selection of an Illinois senator in 1910 tipped the scales in favor of direct election. The 19th Amendment, ratified in 1920, guarantees that suffrage shall not be denied on account of sex. In other words, women were given the right to vote. There was nothing in the Constitution that prohibited women from voting. It was just... That's a fucking shit argument, man. Yeah. That's a fucking shit argument. Like, it is true that some states did allow women to vote prior to... Yeah, and then we're like, oh, fuck. Like, New Jersey, New Jersey did it by accident, and then women voted, and they were like, shit, stop yeah, that. A lot of them took it away again. <laughs> yeah, they were like, uh-uh. <laughs> also, it doesn't matter if it was in the Constitution, because it is in state constitutions who's allowed to vote, right? right? But it goes back to, uh, I, I just see it as similar to uh, this dipshit abortion argument that they've been making lately. Well, look, getting rid of Roe didn't make abortion illegal. It just made it so the states got to decide. Yeah. That's all it did. It's like you 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 know the implication of that. We all know. It's yeah. a dumb argument. It's just thought to be unnecessary. This was a thought to be unnecessary. Thought to be unnecessary. Yeah, that's why so many women voted in 1789. It was thought to be Dumbass. unnecessary because they didn't care if women voted. Yeah. General belief no, by men. No, no, no. They didn't not care if women voted. They didn't want women to vote. True. Right. You yeah, that's what I meant by they didn't they, care They, women they functionally yeah. thought that women, not even that, they didn't even, like, consider the concept that women might vote. No, women were, you know, property of their husbands. And, and women at the time of the Constitution's writing. The two sexes had their specific roles. Men worked, women raised the children. A man's vote represented the entire household. The Industrial Revolution of the 19th century changed this formula as more and more women joined the workforce. Okay, women began but to working has nothing to do with whether you're allowed to vote, dickhead. It doesn't. It really doesn't. He doesn't understand. But <laughs> you know what? You know what else isn't in the Constitution? Torture, John. The, uh, the, uh, like I said earlier, with the changing the way that uh, voting is done for the Senate, that same crypto-fascist strain wants to bring back one vote for ho per household. 
And of course, the household means the the man. The man gets to make the decision. Mm-hmm. That's what they mean by that. Um, so far, John is not instilling me with confidence that he does not agree with that sent that sentiment. So we'll see. And to demand the right to express themselves as individual citizens, the Nineteenth Amendment ensured that right at the ballot box. The Twenty Third Amendment, ratified in nineteen sixty one. He's really missed the 13th. He's really yeah, he still hasn't gone yeah. back. I thought he would go I back thought, by I now. I thought he would go. He might go back. I mean, this is the last one on voting. This is changing the voting age. But boy, is he ever going to go back? I don't know. Let's Included the so. District of Columbia in presidential election. Oh, the D.C. I didn't even think about that. I didn't even realize. I thought it was the one that changed the voting age. Huh. Like I said, as a lawyer, uh, if you meet a lawyer who has memorized the Constitution and all the amendments... Uh, they're probably a shitty lawyer. That's a uh, general rule. As Washington, D.C. isn't a state, it originally didn't have any electoral votes. When its population grew larger than some states, it seemed to make sense to give the district representation in the national election. He doesn't sound very supportive of that concept, just by inflection and tone. No. The 24th Amendment, ratified in 1964, banned poll taxes, Fees imposed by states on voters, specifically black voters. By 1964, Mm. five southern states still had poll taxes on their books, a remnant of Jim Crow laws. By banning the tax, the 24th Amendment ended a blatant form of discrimination. Jim Crow laws also aren't in the Constitution. So, like, it's very, like, all of this, this isn't in the Constitution, is stupid. No, but it's states' rights. States' rights. Do Jim Crow laws. States' rights is in the Constitution. It's, I go back to my favorite meme ever, which is the goose and the yeah. goose down jacket, which is, hey, what's in that jacket? The original is, what's in that jacket, motherfucker? What's in the jacket? And the goose is chasing the guy. And the better version that I like more is, uh, states rights for what? States rights for what, motherfucker? Yeah, that's there. right. The 26th Amendment, ratified in 1971, lowered the minimum age of voting from 21 to 18. With soldiers as young as 18 fighting in World War II and then in Vietnam, Many felt that if you were old enough to fight, you were old enough to vote for the lead. It doesn't sound like John agrees with those people. Yeah, I was going to highlight once again that the same, this is even wider, of course, than just the crypto He did it. He did it, many people are saying. This is, this is one of those things that has rising support among the Republican Party and the right is yeah, to raise weird, the voting age again. Well, it's because they lose and have no way of gaining the youth vote. Did you see Scott Walker being yeah. like, the fucking youth is indoctrinated? Being no, dickhead, you just ha- hate them. Yeah. The leaders who could send you into war. Category two, the amendments that expanded... Oh, no, Holy shit, he did the 13th Amendment. Okay, cool. He didn't do it? Are you kidding me? He just didn't do it? How do you do that? How do you possibly do that? Yeah, I don't know. Wow. <laughs> the government's power. The 16th Amendment, ratified in 1913, gave Congress the power to lay and collect taxes on incomes. As wealth disparity increased between farmers, workers, and a new class of fabulously wealthy industrialists like John D. Rockefeller, Andrew Carnegie, and J.P. Morgan, so did the sentiment for an income tax. The promise was that only the rich would pay. History would wow, quickly so he prove otherwise. Is that what it is? I, mm. Uh, I mean, yeah, he definitely hates tax. He was, uh, you know, he was in the Bush administration. That was not a, a pro-tax administration, obviously. 
But the thing that's weird to me, and, and you know, maybe it's just me thinking, but the Republican Party has become far, even more rabidly anti-government, anti-tax, mm-hmm. anti-blah blah blah since the Bush days. And a lot of that is, you know, like we've talked about a number of times, a Tea Party and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, maybe I'm just ascribing the ideology of the Bush years to John Woo because he was part of that administration. It's entirely possible he's just a a radical right-wing nutbag now. Um, But, you know, I'm just, I'm a little surprised. Uh, And again, also, I should point out, you and I are basically... Uh, 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 guessing as to what he believes based off of inflection and tone. He's not actually saying very much entirely um, explicitly. Yeah, these have all been quite boringly down the middle, I will say. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, uh, yeah. Anyway, also, you said earlier 13th, and it's the the 15th Amendment. Oh, sorry, uh, yeah, I keep saying 13th. I'm thinking, yeah, sorry, my fault. Holy shit, he just didn't do it. I'm still blown away that he didn't. That's, that's insane to me. How could you do this video without covering? Well, I mean, also, I feel like you should cover the 13th Amendment. Oh, also, well, also important, but like... Se- separately. Maybe, uh, I don't know. Where's we, we'll he going to put that one? I think we got to watch this whole video just to see if he ever even mentions it. Otherwise, the top tax rate shot up from 7% to 77% to finance World War One. Good. And then 94% to finance World War Two. Good. I feel like then that song should start playing, but no, but but you know the the Daniel Craig walk song, whatever that is. And I got all of <laughs> exactly that should start that should start playing as soon as you talk about the tax rate jumping up ninety four percent. Yep. But of course, the income tax didn't stay confined to the wealthy, as any mm. young person getting his first paycheck can attest. Okay, <laughs> John, let John. me let me hold up for a second. Yeah. Let me, uh, let me, let a me young talk to person you. getting their first paycheck is not paying the same rate of income tax as you are, or your billionaire friends. Yeah, they're so not. Don't paying fucking 94%. worry about it. <laughs> and if they are, also, it's a different problem. Like, and, and, and let me if tell a young you. <laughs> person is paying a seventy percent income tax, which is impossible in this day and age, that is a different problem. Yeah. No yeah. young person should be earning enough money. To pay a 90% income tax in this day and except, age because it doesn't exist. Except, except Tom Holland. Sure. The 18th Amendment, known as Prohibition, was ratified in 1919. It banned the manufacture, sale, or transportation of intoxicating liquors. The motive behind the amendment was a good one, to reduce... No, it wasn't. No, no. it wasn't. It was a bad one. It was a really it was bad stupid. one. It was dumb. Fuck you. Fuck you, John Woo. Fuck you. Yeah, you know is what? Is it John Woo? Hold on. Is it John Woo or John Did Yee? I keep, keep saying, saying John, John Woo? Did I really yeah. keep saying yeah. that? That's my mistake. That yep. is... <laughs> it's John Yoo. Pretty sure. <laughs> that is ingrained racism right there. Yep, That's the stuff we is. try to overcome every day. Yeah. Cool. Uh, that I used the more famous John with a O-O uh, ending to their last name. Um, awesome. But I was about to say, you know, the torture thing, the torture thing is, is one thing. But saying that prohibition was good, that's a line too far, John. Yeah, I mean, it's also just dumb. It's also like, very dumb. It's very, very dumb. Reduce alcoholism, a destroyer of countless lives, and a primary source of violent crime, domestic abuse, and sexual assault. But the amendment was ultimately... Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, there's a lot of bad shit to unpack in that statement. Yep. Primary source of violent crime... Number one, um, okay, 
I could talk for hours about how all the violent crime that was inspired by prohibition, by the g- mafia. <laughs> yeah. Motherfucker, you to... ever heard of Al Capone? Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> um, and then the last one there, particularly troubling, primary cause of sexual assault. Now, yeah. that could go one way where John could be saying that men got drunk and committed sexual assault. And in that case, the alcohol is not the cause for the sexual assault. It's the person committing the sexual assault. As always. Or he could be making the argument that conservatives might like to make a lot, which is that the women do the drinking and then they get assaulted and it's their fault because they were drunk. In it's which case... Still not true. Still, still not true and still go fuck yourself, John. Yeah. Ultimately a failure leading to the unintended consequence of a massive black market and the emergence of organized crime. The 21st Amendment in 1933 repealed prohibition, making the 18th Amendment the only one to ever be repealed. Category three, the amendments that fixed issues related to the office of the presidency. He's really not going to talk about the 15th Amendment. Yeah, because the 13th and 14th and 15th Amendments are not to do with the presidency. Wow. The 20th Amendment, ratified in 1933, moved Inauguration Day from March to January. The modern world was moving much too fast to wait five months to transfer power from one president to the next. Honestly, I feel like we could have waited five months. I, I no, honestly don't no, feel like no, it no. And do you know why? Why? Because do you know why that was done? No, I've never looked Be- into it. Because of the Great Fucking Depression, and Hoover <laughs> was trying to tank the economy between between. Was it really his, because of Hoover? His, was it really? Yeah, and his lame so, duck how presidency. How do you know this and I don't? I've been to motherfucking law I've read law too school. much about FDR, <laughs> and then they they were like, absolutely fuck that and fuck you. We are moving the time because it, it's always been January that the house gets in. Uh-huh, yep. So Hoover was just like, I'm going to start vetoing everything that FDRs admit, like the the elected representatives that were elected on the FDR ticket was he was just like, yeah, you're not going to get anything done until FDR comes in. So they were like, well, fuck you. We're bringing him in early. Okay. But um, I, I will stand. I will stand that honestly, five months between election and inauguration, just on, on a level of time, not a problem. Like who, who that, cares? That, that's potentially true. Unless it's a crisis, in which case you should be able to like the, I, I think the president should probably lose their veto power if they've lost an election. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be a good idea. But again, sure. uh, we've only passed 27 amendments and uh, a lot of those 12,000 were probably good stuff like that. Yeah. That get passed. The 22nd, ratified in 1951, limited the president to two terms in office as a reaction to Franklin Roosevelt's four terms. And the 25th, ratified <laughs> All in of 19- them are like, FDR is too popular. We have to do something about this. I love that they always say that. They're, oh, why do you think we, we got the 22nd uh, Amendment? You only have two. FDR. It's because he was so, so bad. Why did he win four terms? Well, he did kind of abuse this. There was kind of like a... a there was an, an un- understanding. Understanding. That you did that you two terms and then you didn't yeah. win again. Right. Exactly. Sure. Also... Because that's what Washington did. and then, But then FDR, to be fair to him, was like, we are literally war- at war against the Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> at war, went through the Great Depression, one of the most popular presidents of all time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe should have stuck to allows two the vice president to become acting president in the event the commander in chief is physically or mentally incapacitated. The Constitution has proven to be remarkably durable, just as the framers envisioned. 
Again, go back to your Jefferson quote. Yeah, they didn't quite didn't envision it, it that be... way, John. <laughs> to be fair, I think Madison told Jefferson to fuck off, having yeah. like spent so long writing the Constitution. Like, God, whatever. dude, you know what? Fucking calligraphy is tough, and I don't want to go back and do another revision. Yeah, this shit takes time, and my my wrists are cramping. Yeah, now that we have word processors and, and computers, <laughs> we could do it much quicker. You know, there's this thing like, uh, you know, when you're in law school, you think you're all smart and shit and you try and have smart conversations with your friends. So we have a lot of these sort of intellectual conversations about law and stuff um, huh. that looking back in hindsight are super cringe that we were trying to be all high minded yeah. and shit. Um, I mean, I was typically the guy there throwing out, you know, fuck that bullshit, all that stuff. Well, everyone else is talking about, well, you know, if you if you look at the Supreme Court case of, uh, you know, and I'm you know, whatever. Uh, but that's why you don't work for a big law firm. I'm kidding. I do work for a big law firm. <laughs> I know. I'm kidding. Uh, anyways, but one of the conversations I very much remember having was with uh, a British student who I knew. Oh no. Who was uh, working there on an LLM degree, which mm-hmm. you know, they had already gone through law school in the UK, and they were getting an LLM uh, to work in the US, and like I don't know what it was all about, but it was international trade or something. But like they kept saying, like I don't understand, like why, why do is your why is the legislature not able to change things? The the parliament in the UK can change anything at any time. That, I mean, that and, is correct. And, and I kept going, yeah, dude, seems like that would work fine, but we got fucking Republicans here and they're a bunch of assholes, so can't do shit. Uh, anyways, we're at the end of that video. Well, it's not even that. It's just like, it's because you need a two-thirds majority to enact major change. Yeah, but that's, you know, it's... You don't, you don't need a two-thirds majority in the UK. Right, that's the thing. You it's need just a, you need a whoever majority. whoever gets elected gets to govern as they see fit, which is a an interesting concept. Feels like a way to do things. It really it like does. It, it, yeah, I can see the downside of that in the United States. Although the, the thing I would say is well, like if we is, had like, a if, parliamentary system, if Republicans system, actually enacted their agenda, they would never so win another election. Exactly, exactly. So that's that's one of the things. Like if we had a parliamentary system, our system would be so entirely different than the way yeah. it is right now that it just it, it'd be out the door. Anyways, we're at the end of that video. So Once we I, have. I, be, I beeped again. Wow, Benedict is leaving the recording. I'm having dryer issues because the washer is beeping. The dryer, rather. I'm going to keep talking while he's gone because this is disrespectful to the listener, uh, disrespectful to me, uh, disrespectful to the concept of podcasting as a medium um, that happens all the time when we record. Uh, and uh, uh, is uh, here he is back now. I can stop talking and. Now. There you go. All right, you're back. <laughs> I was talking the whole time you're gone. I'm going to leave it in the edit. Okay. I'm just going to leave it all in. But Benedict, we are down to uh, 10 videos. Is that what I said? I think that's sure. what we are. Uh, so, 1 through 10, what will you have? Uh, 3. Number 3, Trace. That is entitled, Confessions of an Environmentalist. Okay. And this is by... Brian Git. <laughs> He's a fucking git. Uh, so uh, let's see what he has to say. It's probably some bullshit. Just because you feel like you're doing the right thing doesn't mean you are. Right. Like going on PragerU. I agree. <laughs> I have dedicated most of my life to protecting the environment. How? I don't, I don't believe him. I really yeah. don't believe How? him. How? Uh, I need to know who Brian Git is now. It's two T's on the end, by the way. Uh, okay. Let's find out. He doesn't have a Wikipedia page. Uh, he has apparently a, I mean, this is a LinkedIn. 
uh, what's he on LinkedIn? Energy entrepreneur, writer, and public speaker. Um, what or what's his experience? Head of business development at Oklo. Um, provides low-cost clean energy for data centers, military bases, chemical plants, refineries, mines, and remote communities. What is? The, wait, no, this this isn't real. Oklo's small on-site nuclear plants are modular. That's not a real thing. That can't be a real... There are not portable nuclear reactors. That cannot be a real thing. That's I what you think. I have one in my bedroom. I do not believe that that is a currently active technology. I do not believe that that is something that is actually going on right now. Uh, but let's see. He has a website. He is um, an energy entrepreneur anyway. Yeah, that's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. My investment thesis is that nuclear and natural gas will be the biggest winners in the energy sector over the next 20 years. Cool. Who cares? Uh, I mean, it might be true. It, it might be, but this guy, like you said, he just said that he was doing green stuff. Here it is. Was the executive director of Build It Green, a nonprofit, to mainstream green building, where I built a network of 2,500 building industry stakeholders, including contractors, suppliers, realtors, lenders, utilities, and public agencies. Notice how occupants are not listed on that list of stakeholders mm -hmm. there. Uh, and that's all it says. It doesn't say okay. anything else about what he supposedly did. Okay, whatever. Let's listen to him talk. But I went about it in the wrong way. I thought I was acting morally, protecting the well-being of people and the planet. In fact, I was harming both. I believed solar and wind power were the future, our only hope of avoiding an environmental catastrophe. Fossil fuels were the enemy, extracted from the earth by greedy companies plundering the land, polluting the air, and destroying ecosystems. So he was correct at one point, is what he's saying. Yeah. Keeping the wilderness as pristine as possible was my passion. Ever since I was a teenager, I've loved the outdoors. I led mountaineering expeditions in Alaska, spent months backpacking in the Rockies, and climbed the highest peaks in national parks. We get it, I dude. You like the outdoors. I That's fine. The we get it. You went to Yosemite a few times. All right. Environment. I started a company that built composting systems for cities and businesses. Okay, I what's the point? What's the twist? What's the but? I, I think the but is just going to be something, something, yada, yada, use nuclear. Don't tell people what to do, blah, it, blah, blah. No, I think it's going to be use nuclear. In which yeah, case, probably. I think there's a much more nuanced conversation to be had around nuclear energy than is currently being had. I'm sure there is. But I don't think that this Prager U guy is going to be the one having it executive director of an organization that championed green construction policies. And then I became CEO of a consulting firm that worked on making homes more energy efficient. At that time, the Obama administration had earmarked billions of dollars in federal funding to- Is it going to be the picking winners and losers argument? I think that's what it's going to be. I'm pretty sure Probably, based on yeah. that sentence that that's what Probably. it's going to be. Create jobs in the energy sector. And my company won multi-year contracts valued over $60 million. I thought I was making a real difference in the world. I was surrounded by smart, successful, and ambitious people who shared my beliefs and my heartfelt desire to change things. And my company had lots of money and lots of government support. There was only one problem. Our project to build more energy-efficient homes was an utter failure. Okay, so you were just bad at your job. <laughs> Is what you're telling me. The government, the government backed the wrong horse. Is what you're Very telling me. Very much a possibility. Yeah. Very much a possibility.
Making home energy improvements was much too expensive for middle-class families, even with generous government subsidies. Wealthy families, by contrast, loved the program. They got subsidies they didn't need in the environmental cred they craved. I mean, that's a, that's a legitimate gripe, but I don't believe that he is actually upset about it. Well, yeah, but also... Because like, he's on Prager. It sounds like you were just charging too much. <laughs> also possible. Also possible. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, Whatever. I mean, is... but also, like, even, like, rich people, if rich people led the way on this shit, that wouldn't be a bad thing. Like, no, if we made all the rich people have solar on their houses, it would yeah. not be a bad thing. It definitely would not. Uh, we just also need to make it affordable for everyone else. And yeah. That, the price... But it might be that the rich people have to be the leading edge of that. Like... The cool thing is I've actually looked into solar recently uh, for my partner's home, just on a whim. Mm -hmm. The other day I was looking into it because uh, I thought, hey, it'd be cool to have something like that. And there are now do-it-yourself solar install packages. Yeah, it's pretty, like, in the realm, to do now, yeah, right? In the realm of, like, eight to ten grand, um, yeah. which is expensive. But then you don't pay for energy, right? Or well, you, get, you, you, you get subsidies you'll back. You'll still pay for some energy uh, because especially if you don't put in an in-home battery that you, you know, for the nighttime when there's no solar – um, then you'll be working off the grid. You'll be pulling electricity from there. Um, and depending on where you live and how sunny it is and whatnot. Um, but, uh, you can pay them off just through their use, right? Them there's the savings that you get through them can pay for the panels in five to 10 years. Yeah. Um, and these days they are reliable enough to last, you know, up to 15 to 20 years. So mm -hmm. it is making economic sense now, which is the thing that all these conservatives have pretended to be upset about, that it's not economical for all these years. It finally Yeah, nothing isn't. is until it is, dickhead. Like Right, right. And a lot of this stuff that happened in the Obama years, these subsidies, when things still weren't economically feasible for solar Yeah, that's why you do subsidies, to try and encourage people to start doing it so that people keep investing in the technology so that yes. it then does become economical. These that's literally the point. Literally also, that's why Tesla fucking exists, and everyone fucking really? loves Teslas, so yep. fuck off. Absolutely. In reality, though, we weren't achieving much of anything except wasting taxpayer money. Ugh. That's you are achieving something though, because it, it like again, it he, he it just told moves. us that he was putting solar panels. Well, implied that he was putting solar panels on and stuff on rich people's houses. But it also moves the conversation into the mainstream. Like the government yeah. backing that is like, yes, we think this is a good idea, and we want companies to exist that take risks on these things with the knowledge that if they fail, we will be there to back them right. up. Right. And like, I'm sure that's the, this guy does not want to have the conversation about natural gas subsidies. Yeah, or government. fucking coal subsidies. Or coal, or oil, or any of it. The fact that they are allowed to drill on federal land. You found one that wound me up anyway. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> government saw it. The government celebrated the project as a big win. It is. It was a great photo op for politicians, but I knew the program didn't deliver the jobs and energy savings we had promised. Okay, wait a minute. So you fucked up. You're just telling me you broke you your promises. You lied to the government, and <laughs> you're mad at the government for believing you. Is I what love you're that. Me. I really love that. We That's promised great. things we couldn't deliver, and now it's the government's fault. Wow, okay. that is really the unknowing cool, self-own that I really yeah, needed. Yeah, awesome. I'm done guy. with this guy. You're done with this guy? Yeah, I'm you're done, done with this guy? guy. All right. Uh, that leaves us with one, two, three, four, five, six, nine videos. Which one? Okay, we have? we're only gonna get two more, I think, in the probably. time. Probably, so you're probably right. Let's see. Let's. Why? Why don't I look? You haven't seen them either. Based on the titles, you pick the next one. Um, boy, you want me to pick based off of titles? Uh, oh, here's one that tickles my fancy. Uh, okay, this let's one, do it. This one is titled "Why Is Classical Art So Good." 
Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, baby. Fuck yeah. Because <laughs> uh, we know, obviously, we have talked on this show, on all of our episodes about fascism, uh, about how, they're, somewhat, about their obsession with so-called classical art and classical mm-hmm. architecture and all this stuff. Uh, so, obviously, I had to pick that because that's right up my alley. Let's go. Uh, Who is it? This is delivered by Robert... Oh, God. Florkzak. <laughs> Robert <laughs> Florkzak. I'm not shitting you. That is the name. F-L-O-R-C-Z-A-K. Robert Florkzak. Florkzak. How do we know that classical art, as opposed to modern art, is so good? So, uh, you don't. You don't, because literally uh, there is no uh, objective definition of good art. Well, that's the thing. I've answered the question. People people (laughs) think they know that because that is what they are told, right? Like, that's the... I mean, but like, like I also understand, like it, it, like it can be a nice like thing to look at a realistic painting. Like I get it, right? You know, sure, whatever. I guess, but I'm yeah. j- I'll just go back to there is no objective definition of good art. There, no. there just isn't. So this guy's dumb. We know it because it was produced within the demanding standards and refined principles of aesthetics, the centuries-old branch of philosophy. That measures artistic quality. Okay, dude. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is... Art is not... Uh, uh, no. No, no. It's a bad start. Art is not a philosophical side project. I guess it no. kind I mean, it can be, but it doesn't it have to be. It can be, but it definitely doesn't have to be. I wonder if this guy thinks uh, that, for example, um, uh, there was a, a aesthetician, uh, an aesthetic philosopher... Uh, mm-hmm. by the side of every classical artist as they just were just Socrates just, being like man I don't know <laughs> no a uh, little bigger little bigger yeah. on the t- little bigger in the chest in the chest region <laughs> big no bigger bigger <laughs> that that bigger. bunda does not come on Plato wants some booby <laughs> painting drawing and sculpture employ a number of characteristics such as composition form color line texture and movement to create beauty to the experienced eye, and even to the casual viewer. Each of these is present in any work of art worthy of being called art. Composition, for instance, is the positioning of objects, elegant and controlled in the... (laughs) So, here's the fun thing. Uh, I don't know what painting he is showing on the screen right now, but it is one in which the subject is centered in the very middle of the painting. Mm. Um, which anyone who has studied uh, this sort of thing, who has studied composition, uh, knows that you, the, the the thirds, the rule of thirds, how you put a subject off center, and it makes the image more interesting. It especially depends. In photography. It depends. It, it, no, it, it, that's definitely a photographic principle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, with, with painting, it depends, but yeah, uh, ge- generally you're right. Also, but also, I mean, the, kind the of an ugly is, painting he's showing on the screen. Well, the is thing what is, the, the the other thing is like. I've seen paintings from before the 1500s mm-hmm. and they did not know how to paint babies. <laughs> so you can tell me all yeah. you want. And, like they just painted small adults. You can't be like, ah, oh, the composition is beautiful. That is a small adult with a small adult head. That is not what babies look like. You so you what? cannot tell me that that is better than modern art. Fuck you. You know, there's a whole uh, internet subculture of, of old art memes. Yeah. Of just and, and 90% of them are one of those paintings where they did like a baby, but it's just like, yeah, like just you like said, Jesus just with six with packs head. fresh out the, <laughs> with a six pack fresh out the womb. Yep. Uh. In the hands of a master 
or awkward and haphazard in the hands of the inept. Color can be exquisitely balanced and hard. All right, you know what? I need you to open this video on your okay. screen so that you can see the art that he's showing us. What's, because... Okay, let me... Can it, while I do, can I just say that um, modern artists could do this, right? Oh, this yeah, is absolutely. the thing. So, uh, like, I think it's a Francis Bacon quote, but I, you, I, I may be wrong about that. It's like, basically, if you want to be a a unique artist you master form and composition to the point where it's like you are so good at it that you could do all these things and then you know which rules to break to make your work interesting yeah right so that that i mean it's like you've seen picasso's early work i think most people have probably seen picasso pre the blue period he can draw realistically like mm -hmm. he is probably in his sleep but like he chooses not to do that because it makes it more interesting. It, get, it makes the piece a conversation piece. Also, the like the invention of the camera hugely changed everything. Like you know, it's fine. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll I'll just say like the reason why modern art doesn't look like art from that period, like you said, is not because it can't be done. It's because yeah. techniques and ideas have advanced. That's why. Well, not even advanced. Like tastes have changed. Sure. And also, like, uh, like uh, I will like, definitely say that techniques have advanced. They definitely yeah, have advanced. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but like, also, I don't need another painting of like the fucking Virgin Mary. Like, sure, you know, I mean, I, yeah. I, I'm sure people could do that. So go to you have the video now. Go to about 46 seconds in is where I am. Uh, where okay. I will go back to rather on the video so you can Hold see on. the first piece of art that he showed us at 46 sure. seconds. Okay, I'm there. Okay, and you see how that is a child with an adult head, is yep. what that is. That is, yep. <laughs> that is what that is. So, and okay. real long legs, okay. Real long legs! That child is as tall as the adult that he is sitting with, yes. Mm -hmm. All right. Or awkward and haphazard in the hands of the inept. Color can be exquisitely balanced and harmonious, or garishly random and unsavory. I prefer the picture on the right there. I honestly do. Yeah. I think it's good. I just think it's it's more interesting than someone sitting in a courtyard smelling flowers. Well, also, I, I mean, really, like, this is a photograph versus... Like, we stopped doing realistic paintings because any motherfucker can take a photo now. Yeah, there's no need to do it. I mean, except yeah. for presidents, apparently. Like, I, I, I love Canaletto, but Canaletto would not exist now. See, I... Because there's no need for photorealistic paintings of Venice because there <laughs> are a thousand of them on Instagram. Yeah, but uh, just wait till you see the next one, Benedict. Okay. Movement can be uplifting and dynamic, or static. And <laughs> that it's a, the butt plug. A, it's yeah. the butt plug statue. <laughs> cool. <laughs> you know how many times I see crypto fascists on Twitter posting the yeah. image of that statue? Yeah. So often. They're awesome. all. They're all to pardon the pun, butt hurt about it. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And perverse. In my previous PragerU video, Why is Modern Art So Bad?, I chronicled how art began to decline beginning from about the 1860s when aesthetic standards were gradually abandoned. What happened in the 1860s, the motherfucker? Arts, I... Let's see when the pinhole camera was invented. <laughs> Not everyone agrees. I'm sure you've heard the arguments. Art is simply a reflection of its time. Art isn't about technical proficiency, it's about making you think. 
Art is a matter of personal taste. There's no such thing as great art or bad art. I do think that he would not accept as good any art that is not attempting photorealism. I do think that is sort of where he lands on things. So the camera was invented in 1839. So okay. began to be popularized in the years after that. And yep. by 1860, artists were like, I don't need to do this anymore. Makes sense to <sighs> me. Where do these assumptions come from? For the most part, they are the result of art histories written and taught over the last century, not by artists, but by those in the humanities and social sciences. No okay. <laughs> Who do you, do you think artists are in the job of writing histories of things? Okay, well, but also, like, the artists are the, one that, um, the ones that are making modern art. So, like, if you're going to have beef with the people that are teaching them, you also have to have beef with the artists. What That's are you talking true. about? Yeah. Not having an artist's point of view or experience, let alone artistic talent, these authors and teachers have therefore framed art in the only language they understand, meaning and social significance. That's what art it's is no for. Surprise. Yeah, that's weird. That That's what art has always been for. Even these classical pieces that he's talking about, does he think that they didn't have social ex social meaning? Literally, it's a fucking patron system. Yeah. That's why people did art back in the day, because people wanted to be like, hey, I commissioned this beautiful painting. That's why art often exists. Michelangelo painted the Sistine Chapel because the Pope was like, I want pretty ceiling for my chapel. But That's there, all there's, no, so, <sighs> there's no meaning or social significance to that, that painting. No, there just isn't. Nothing. There's none there. That's no not meaning, why. No religious meaning, no, no social significance. None. None. That's <sighs> why it has not been repeated time after time on uh, T-shirts and other memorabilia, other uh, tacky and otherwise. Mother Prize then that people have come away with the idea that art is simply a reflection of its time. It can be, but not necessarily. In fact, the great artists of the past didn't care one whit about reflecting their times. They cared primarily about creating art that looked good. How the fuck do you know? Yeah. How the fuck do you... D did, did they... The intention of the author, yeah. Yeah, like, and, and not just the author... Thousands of authors. Yeah. Thousands of artists. You think they yeah. all believe the same thing. That is, when you get reductionist like that, it's just, it. wow, we are being especially pretentious on today's episode. It's super pretentious. <laughs> That's really fine. It's all good. Art, by definition, is a visual medium. Therefore, it could also be an auditory medium. Music is a thing. Yeah. It's meaning and ability to make you think are secondary to how it looks. No. After all, there can be meaning in other creative mediums like literature and music. But the visual is what uniquely distinguishes art. Yeah, Therefore, motherfucker, because you don't read words. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> the form of literature is a part of what makes you... Oh, my God. Okay, you, I know you said nothing would I wind me up I didn't know today. this was going to make you so mad. I, I'm... Uh, I'm delighted uh, that it did, but I had yeah. no idea. Visual is what most matters. In fact, a great work can and should stand on its own without the viewer knowing anything about its meaning. When a visual medium becomes more about what it means and less about its pure visual experience, it might succeed as, say, journalism or social commentary, but it has failed as art. That's um, very stupid. That's very dumb. Uh, he was showing some sort of modern art piece, which was like a, a it's messy It's the bedroom. unmade bed. It's, it's a famous one. I don't know anything about it. Yeah. 
So, what do we look for to determine quality in art? It is found in the skillful execution of a visual medium. For example, in a great oil painting by the 17th century Dutch master Vermeer, the quality is there in the controlled balance of its composition, the harmony of its color, the masterful hand-eye coordination of its brushwork. Let me just okay, say... The, the problem is, you can reproduce these so easily now. I was about to say, I think that kind of sucks. You, I don't think it, it's that I mean, good. It doesn't suck. It's a good painting. Like, uh, but I wouldn't hang it up. I don't want it on my wall. That's fine. Looks I mean, like it sucks. It, it doesn't. It's a. It, it's an interesting use of light and shade. But like, why do I want some lady in a weird hat? Well, that's a fair point. But this probably <laughs> did have a social significance. That's the thing. Like this probably. Sure. I, I mean, it looks like it, to, this looks like it's probably um, like a look at the everyday life of someone. I don't know, whatever. Right. There are painters who were known for covering, you know, subjects who were different than what was normal. Yeah, exactly. Time. Like covering Velasquez would be person. like, here's what a fucking tavern looks like. This is what like the working classes are doing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Are you, are you done with this video? Are you frustrated enough with this uh, video? Or do you yeah, keep going? we've got time for one more. So All pick right. one more. Time for one more video, Benedict. Uh, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven more. Am I counting that right? Maybe not. Give me a number. Four. Number four, this one is, why do you hate conservatives? Why do you hate conservatives? Oh, shit, she there came it on. Is. <laughs> <laughs> she told us by, oh, Amala Pundi, who I think we've done a video of before. I think she's okay. been uh, a, a deliverer of one of our videos before. But let's find out why we okay, hate Okay, can you send it to me? I find it more enjoyable when I can watch it. You want to be able to see it? Okay, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll send it to you right now. But, uh, uh, you know, maybe this, this young lady here can tell me why I hate conservatives. I have some thoughts. I, you know what? I certainly have some thoughts as well. Uh, give me one second here to find it. Ba, ba, ba. Keep talking to uh, entertain no, the it's listener, fine. Bennett, um, uh, That's I okay. Have, I have no plans of editing this out that's of the episode. Fine. Okay, so. that's okay. We'll be fine. I mean, you keep talking, so it's, it makes it <laughs> difficult for me to... All right, I'm sending it to you right now. Okay. Let's go. There we go. All right. So she's going to tell us why exactly it is that we hate conservatives. I think mm -hmm. I could probably tell her better than she can tell me, but yeah. let's find out. Let's see. Conservatives. Well, let's not say hate. Let's say just... No, 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 no. Let's, let's say hate. Let's say hate. Not only because that was the title of the video, but because yeah. it accurately describes my emotions. Let's do that like because you don't really hate anyone you may no i i hate people i very much do i don't believe in i the hate whole a lot thing. of people yeah i don't believe in the whole precept that it is a flaw to be hateful or to hate other people um no. i don't agree i disagree with that it's perfectly fine to hate bad people yep they dislike them because they want to ban abortion Cons yep Okay, that That's is one, one reason. That is she's, one reason. She's she's, she's batting a hundred so is far. One Let's for go. one. You are yeah. correct. Conservatives say they're all for freedom, but when it comes to a woman's freedom to choose what she wants to do with her own body, they sing a different tune. Did they accidentally put a leftist video, like a, like a milk toast, like you know, kind of lazy leftist video on mm. on uh, Breaker You? I don't think so. I think there's going to be a pivot. We'll Let's see. see. You may dislike them because they oppress people of color and deny the fact that America is systemically racist. I mean, two two. the oppression, yeah. I don't think denying uh, systemic racism is a reason to hate anyone. No, that's I true. think that that's it's true. just a, a, a stupid thing that they do. I think it's just yeah. a reason why they are hateful. 
or maybe it's an effect of their their hatefulness. Yeah. I don't know. Conservatives say that everybody is equal regardless of race, and that racism has little to no effect on the daily lives of people of color. So they just ignore the issue altogether. Okay, two for two, Benedict. Okay, let's keep going. Whew. You may dislike them because they don't believe in climate change. Scientists keep telling us we're overheating the planet, and conservatives don't seem to care. They're more concerned about profits than people. Okay, I'm really getting worried here. I'm really getting worried that she's just going to do this for the whole video. Yeah, we're a minute in of five And then minutes. at the end, so be like, well, we fucking hate you, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're right. We do believe all those things, and fuck you. Like, yep. I mean, yeah, let's see. But what good is money if you have no planet to spend it on? You may dislike them because they're obsessed with guns. How are we ever going to stop gun violence if we don't get guns off the streets? And how are we ever going to get guns off the streets if conservatives block every common sense gun law? Okay, you're not allowed better, to use the phrase common sense gun law. You're supposed to deny that they're common sense. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. This is a better summary of positions than, like, Glenn Beck has ever given us, it, for example. It really is. really yeah. is. Okay, Prager, you. Did Prager, right. you go woke? <laughs> and next, they're about to go broke. Yep. You may dislike them because they're so intolerant. Okay, I thought that was the end of the list, but apparently no, the list goes on. There's more. What's the harm of calling somebody by their preferred pronouns? Why can't conservatives just show some <laughs> compassion instead of- Can you of pause it a sec? It just, it, it said, what's the harm? And it said, there was a speech bubble that said, no, conservatives. <laughs> I will say. Okay. That's quite funny. Here's Edison. the problem. Here's the problem. They're not supposed to present the, what the fuck's it do to you if you just call someone what they want to be called? Yeah. Because they can't rebut that. Also, they we're a quarter can't. of the way into the video, and yeah. she hasn't said but yet, so she may What's have like. What's going th on? This is, this is known as burying the lead <laughs> in in journalism. Yeah, let's see. Instead of obsessing over every kind of behavior they don't like, you may dislike them because if they oh got. Oh my god, we got another one. <laughs> yep. Their way, they get rid of democracy and establish an authoritarian theocracy. Yeah. Bye-bye separation of church and state. Hello fascism. Yes. After all that. Yes, that is very much one of the that largest reasons. That is a concern. Reasons. Yeah, that's a, one that's of the largest one. reasons why I hate conservatives. Yeah. That you might sum up conservatives with one word. Ugh. Sure. If any of this resonates with you, I get it. I've been there. But okay. in this she left the left there. We got a butt. We okay. got a butt. A minute and forty-five oh. minutes. If, yeah. Jesus. It's me. I found they actually have reasons for thinking the way they do. But is she going to deny that the ways she just characterized them are the is way what they, they think? think? Yeah. I don't We're, know about that. This is, alt title for this is Conservatives of People Too. Like. <laughs> Maybe. Here are some of them. On abortion. To start, we can agree that no one likes abortion. No, I do. I huh. do. Yeah. I, I'm fine with it. Like, yeah, I, I like it. Like, cool. So, what do you say to that? Yeah. But there is a clear divide on the issue. Progressives focus their attention on the mother. Conservatives, while they have compassion for the mother, focus their attention mm, that's on the baby. That's why you're wrong. Fetus. Fetus. Fetus, yeah. Not baby. They see a human being growing in a mother's womb as innocent and vulnerable. Yeah, and they're wrong because it's a fetus. It's a clump yeah. of cells. It doesn't have a brain. It doesn't have a heart, as they claim with their heartbeat bills. Uh, that they're just wrong. They're just completely wrong. 
Those babies deserve to be protected since they obviously can't protect themselves. On racism. Mm, okay, that was a real quick hit. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was a quick hit. <laughs> but babies, have you considered babies? Is she, I don't think. She, see, here's the thing about PragerU videos. We and we know this about PragerU videos. They don't exist to convince anyone on the other side of an issue. That's true. Yeah, they exist Talking to reinforce points. the beliefs Talking in people points. who already believe these things. Yeah, that's true. Don't deny that racist people exist, but when it comes to the narrative of systemic racism, conservatives are unconvinced. No, they're not unconvinced. They vehemently deny that it exists or that it could possibly exist. They ignore very clear examples of how it exists, and they go out of their way to increase the existence of systemic mm -hmm. racism in our society. That's, that's what the reality is. Of course, there are disparities in this country, but why assume that these disparities are because of racism? Oh, because they usually are. Yeah, and nobody's saying it's exclusively because of racism. There's a no, there's it's a matrix. Mostly. <laughs> it's yeah. just mostly. Why yeah. do you think that African American community? Look, uh, if someone, anyone, at all in the world, could look at just the history of the United States and not conclude that the lower economic status of African Americans in this country is in some way related to racism. They're cracked in the head. Yep. That's... <laughs> may, may I introduce you to redlining <laughs> as, as a start point? <laughs> may I introduce you to, I don't know, slavery yeah, as a starting I mean, point? Yeah, that's the obvious one, but like... Yeah. May I introduce you to the entire history after slavery? Mm -hmm. May I introduce you to the fact that black people couldn't get home loans in this country? Could, can my, or you know, vote. Until yeah. the fucking 60s. That, so. that banks would reject them as customers because of the color of their skin. They were thus unable to pass down generational wealth in the way that white people were able to. Yep. Jesus. Good schools, good parents, good habits, and good communities would go much further toward alleviating poverty and expanding opportunity. Than so so let, let's go back to that list there. Let's, I want to go over that list. Of Good course, schools. there are disparities in this country, but why assume that these disparities are because of racism? Good schools. Good schools. That they don't want to fund and criticize when they do. Well, you know, they do want to fund them as long as they're private Christian charter, charter schools, schools that yeah. teach, uh, uh, you know, 3,000-year creationism uh, yep. uh, science class, obviously, mm. uh, and uh, conservative ideals uh, as delivered by the uh, Hillsdale College curriculum that mm -hmm. uh, they're directed to get. That, that's, that's, a, that's a good school. Good parents. Good, good parents. Racist good talking parents. Point. Yep. Cool. That's nothing. Don't need but to explain that further. Story. Yep. I and I hate to have to bring this up now, but the young woman who's delivering this video is an African American woman. Uh, good habits and good communities would good go. Habits. Good habits. Okay. And the picture is like a tip Money. jar, a yeah. dumbbell, and a, a a bullet point list. I don't know what that's supposed to be, but good communities. What is good communities supposed to mean? I, are African Americans not part of our community to conservatives? Are we not all one community? Are they a separate community dude, from us? Know. A community who we are not responsible for in any way because they're not part of our community? That's the inherent idea behind talking about their community. That's the racist bullshit my dad spewed when we were on a camping trip in Canada several years ago, sitting mm. by a campfire somehow got into an argument about racism and my dad started saying well you know what they really need is uh clean up their own communities and then they yeah have, oh their own communities 
Yeah. Because they are separate than us. Because <laughs> they're segregated yep. because we segregated them. Because it's ingrained in the conservative mindset. Yeah, that people yeah. who don't agree They're with different me, and other, yeah. They're other. They're different. Yeah. ...much further toward alleviating poverty and expanding opportunity than a lifetime of racial justice movements. That's not true. By the way, these rules apply to everyone... I, I will say that, for example, good schools, that's tied into racial justice. Yeah, movements. that's the fucking point. <laughs> what do you think the racial justice movements want? Yeah. Regardless of skin color, on climate change, conservatives have very little faith in computer models that have been inaccurately predicting disaster for nearly half a century. That's just dumb, man. What if we accidentally make the world a, world a better place? Yeah, it's, it's the fucking meme. It's the fucking yeah. meme. And also, it is, it is real. It is yeah. real. We've been over so many denials it's of climate so change in all the books we've reviewed. I'm just, I'm so tired of going into it at this point. And this is just a lazy one. This is not even enough detail to even talk about. Conservatives have a lot of faith, however, in human ingenuity to overcome climate. What is air conditioning but a human adaptation to the environment? Oh my God, you don't know how air conditioning works, do you? <laughs> oh, you don't know how air conditioning works. Do you think it just make make air go cold? AC yep. make air go cold. That's right. Now me cold, not hot no more. Make AC for globe. That how we make global warming change. <laughs> God, I'm... Oh, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. The heat goes somewhere. The heat has to go somewhere. It goes outside your home. See Miami or Phoenix for further reference. No, don't see either of those places. Miami no. certain times a year. Never Phoenix, even though I'll be there in a couple of weeks. Don't. This is not to say we should simply do nothing. Nuclear power, for example, holds so much promise as a renewable and safe energy source. Look, I am more sympathetic than a lot of lefties to the idea of nuclear power. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, we do have to get rid of the byproduct somehow, which is a problem. We yes. do. We do. We do have to figure that out. And I think that needs to be figured out, uh, as opposed to what a lot of people think. I think we need to figure that out before we do a lot more nuclear power yeah, rather than after, which I think is a difference between yeah. uh, a lot of people. But, you know, like, you don't actually, you just told us you don't actually believe in climate change. We know you yeah. don't. We know that you just want to push for oil and natural gas. Admit it. Because you know more nuclear power isn't going to happen because the dueling political forces on both sides to have shit against nuclear power. Like, go fuck yourself. Conservatives don't understand why environmentalists oppose it. It makes them... Then you haven't listened. Yeah. Then you haven't listened. I just, I just told you. Yeah. Try that. Skeptical and suspicious that the real agenda behind the environmentalist movement is not saving the planet. Oh, so it's a conspiracy theory. So but you have what, a conspiracy theory. But, like, what is it, then? Her unwillingness to listen to why they are... And there are some environmentalists and lefties who are just wrong about why nuclear power is bad. Like, people who think that a nuclear power plant can blow up like a bomb. Like, there are people out there who think that. They're wrong. No, but it can do a Chernobyl. Like, it, like... Right, it can cause... it, But it can't blow up like a bomb. It can't, no. it can't do a nuclear explosion. That's just not how nuclear power no. works. But she is, and they, are so willingly... Uh, uh, ignorant of let's hear let's hear what she says next <sighs> but giving more power to the government to control people's lives it's about power what? that doesn't make sense she said that what, it's, it's what, not the well, government it's not really, doesn't benedict it's not really about environmentalism it's about power yeah it's about power as i have said so many times their conspiracy theories have to be about power 
Because that's the only motive that can explain... Government power, because the government owns all the wind farms. It's what? the only thing that can explain the dumb shit they believe so is happening in their conspiracy theories. Go on. on guns, we all want to live in a safe society. This is why firearms are regulated in every state. But we know bad guys will always find a way to get Stupid. guns. Stupid. Don't need See? to talk about it. Keep going. Chicago and Baltimore, for further yeah. reference. That's why conservatives want guns. <laughs> See, Missouri and Virginia. themselves from the bad guys. Ooh, ooh, that's why conservatives want guns. To shoot the... The, the, the bad guys. In yeah. Baltimore and Chicago. Yep. Carry on. God, who wrote this script for her? It's not much more complicated than... I, you know, I feel bad saying that because I don't want to sound like I don't think this woman could be indoctrinated herself. She certainly has the agency to be fully indoctrinated. Well, in indoctrinated or grifting. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know enough about her to know where she lands on the spectrum. Didn't that? On tolerance, conservatives see tolerance as a two-way street. If someone demands oh, to be so addressed, oh, so you'll say pronouns correctly wait, 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 if wait. we are nice to you? Is that the... wait a minute? What? Wait, wait, I I need to know what they want in return for, for using, using someone's pronouns. On, I want to know what they Go want on. in return. Certain pronouns and considers it intolerant if you don't comply. Conservatives wonder why that isn't intolerant. What? Wait, well, I gotta back up now because I I don't understand. She 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 just said that it's intolerant to think. Yeah, I'm, that I'm gonna play not... it in full because no, I just she, don't understand. I'm gonna tell you. She said that she thinks it's intolerant, or conservatives think that it's intolerant to claim that not using someone's pronouns is intolerant. That makes no sense. Nope. Firearms are regulated in every state, but we know bad guys will always so find a way it. to get guns. See Chicago and Baltimore for further reference. That's why conservatives want guns, to protect themselves from the bad guys. That's still a bad line. That's yep. still such a bad line. It's not much more complicated than that. On tolerance, conservatives see tolerance as a two-way street. If someone demands to be addressed by certain pronouns and considers it intolerant if you don't comply, conservatives wonder why that isn't intolerant. Wait. Yeah. She literally just stated the paradox of tolerance and didn't yeah. know she was doing that? No. Why aren't you tolerant of my intolerance? Yep. <laughs> wow. Yeah, she... that's also what the fascist said. Let's talk about the fascism point. Keep going. Wow. Hans, are we the baddies? Yeah. Are we the baddies? Who what? were those two? Who were the guys that did that? Is that Mitchell what? and Webb. Mitchell and Webb, that's right. Why are a conservative's moral or religious beliefs less worthy of respect than anyone else's? Oh, because they're morally repugnant. And also dumb a lot of the time. Right. Do you want to go talk to Nick Fuentes and learn yeah. about his uh, ideas and beliefs and tell me that those are worth the same as everyone else's? Please, let's just finish the video. <laughs> On authoritarianism. Ooh, is she about to... Mm. Whenever conservatives win political power, they're typically trying to cut taxes and regulations, make the government smaller, and bolster constitutional freedoms like that of speech and religion. Yeah, that's not true. As long as it agrees with them, yeah. Exactly, that's not true, because they yeah. want to... God, we don't need to rehash no, the keep, last keep five going. years. Yeah. Come that on. doesn't sound very authoritarian, does it? No, yes. because you just lied about what you do. Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Progressive policy almost always raises taxes, expands regulations, increases the size of government, and now curtails free speech. How? Here's the thing. They talk about the, the left's war on free speech all the time. 
They've never been able to tell me what the government has done that's been anti-free speech. No. They've only ever told me that Twitter is banning People are someone canceled. they like. Yeah. That's all they're telling me. They can't name a statute that's because been passed there isn't one. or proposed to limit their freedom. We know of there isn't one. They're just lying. To a conservative, that sounds authoritarian. Yeah, cuz that Well, now that you've heard a few of their arguments, do you dislike conservatives less than you did before? No. no. <laughs> That's it. Wrap it up. I don't think we need to go any further than that, yeah. uh, Benedict. Uh, whoo! I hope you enjoyed. Oh God, that we got that a couple got videos you. there that really yeah. fucked you up, and one that really <laughs> fucked me up. That's what we got right there. Good. That's what we got. Uh, but thank you all for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, if you just can't get enough of us, you can go over to patreon.com forward slash NYGBC. Become a patron for as little as $1 an episode for patron-only episodes, shout-outs on the show, early releases of our episodes, and more. As always, we have to give a shout-out to our wonderful and amazing patrons. I have to make sure I don't read the new one. You know what? I'm just going to read the new ones because yeah, this episode is going to come out after their patrons anyway. Yeah. Amy Kaiser, Sean Sullivan, Lauren S. I love when Jordan yells out, thank you very much. I'm sorry, NYGBC, the chaos backlog is nuts. Little Flick, back Flack Weasel, Kieran Dackler. Join us next week when our guest will be three Ben Shapiros in a trench coat trying to find out what it's like to be a real author is what I decided to guess it was. that was supposed okay. to say. All right. Henry Lewis King Jr., Sarah Wolf, Aaron Burke, Megan A. Dooley, Gloria Scott, Clinton Stuckey, Pause, Arrestless Native, A Baby, Wah, Veronica Forker, Melissa C., George Saulnier, Stefan, Sharkbelly, Utah Outcast, Brent Lee, Dave Barwick, Chris Palmer, Bad Bible Stitches, Mockingbird Nation, Bacow, Benjamin Carlisle, Dexter, Allison, Megan Ruth, Glowrung the Deceiver, Big Easy Blasphemy, Jay Reynolds, Stephen, and Cindy Timmick, Taro Tucannon, and Balls Waterson. Thank you all, as always, for being our patrons. That's it for this week. Till next week's show, skibbity-bop-bop-bow! Goodbye. Goodbye. Club Podcast is a production of Kevin and Benedict Productions. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. Music for this podcast is by Silverman Sound Studios. Find out more at silvermansound.com.